It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. The Navarro Miller Report, featuring the hottest in news, entertainment, sports, and all those topics for the mainstream audience. The Navarro Miller Report. Welcome, everyone, to the Navarro Miller Report. We're back. I'm your host, Dave Navarro, along with this guy right here, who I really, really don't like. It's Jeremy Miller here, folks, and, you know, just enjoying that uh, holiday season. Yeah, the holiday season's gone and passed already. It's gone. It's over. We're, 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 I'm over it. I mean, I, 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 I sure as hell hope that you're over it because I'm over it. Oh, over what? I mean, I can't barely remember what I could possibly be gloating about. <laughs> you know, I really, this, this is the time of day that I really don't, um, I, I, you know, I don't want to talk about it right now. We can talk, <laughs> we get into that in a little bit, okay? I mean, we'll but talk I, about it in a while. We'll, it's we'll okay. It. It's okay. We'll it let's later. get into it. Yeah, let's get let's get into it. By the way, your name's still the same, and it's you know it fits. <laughs> Folks, it's a term of love. He calls me that out of love. It's a pet name. It's okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> Derek, thanks for joining the stream right now. Yeah, it is about so freaking Derek, time. Uh Molina says hi. I wanted to welcome everybody back uh to the Navarro Miller Report. Uh, it's been a few months. Last uh, last episode we had was like back in July, I think it was, and we took a little bit of a hiatus. A little bit. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we all needed. I needed a vacation from you. I I, I had to get away from you. I, Truthfully, I this relationship needs a recharge every so often. It needs a break. I need so, about a month recharge. <laughs> this made sense. This made sense. Definitely. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, so yeah, we're I mean, well, but we're back with brand new episodes. Uh, we promise we'll try not to leave you for that lo- for for not that long again next time. Uh, so, but at least uh, we're here. We're here to give you news. This is the show that gives you all uh, the inter- the news in entertainment. We give our opinions on what's going on in the entertainment world. We give our opinions on what's going on in the sports world. We even have some offlandish news that we're going to share here in a little bit. But first, um, Jeremy, as uh, tradition would have it here on the Navarro Miller Report, I have a couple of TikTok videos to go ahead and show you so that way you can get, kind of get in the, in, the, in the swing of things here. Now, uh, here we go again. You as a chef, and, and mind you, the reason why I do this is because Jeremy refuses to get a TikTok to this day. He will not get one. He he hates it. He can't stand it. He thinks it's the government. I don't know what it is. Um, 
<laughs> I'm really, you're setting me up as no, no, no knock it off. I, I took my tinfoil hat off a long time ago. Um, no, I don't have the time to devote to yet another site. I don't. I can barely keep up with the you know old people Facebook and the middle ground people Instagram. And now I got to keep up with another one. I got to devote two or three hours a day to. Oh, no, wow. I don't. I don't have time. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I enjoy it. Love it. I love the fact that you and my beautiful Joni. Send me TikToks and show me all that. Why do I need an account? Because I get all the good stuff anyway. You know what? This is the voice of God. <laughs> so there's the voice right there. Okay. <laughs> the voice of God has spoken. <laughs> Wait. But I was raised Mormon and you were raised Catholic, which means, you know, I'm I'm supposed to think you're going to hell and then you're... Pay no you're... attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I swear that's great. I have too many. I have many fun toys since I've been gone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's been preparing for this moment. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and I miss it. I miss being, I miss being here. I miss uh, talking to I everybody. Miss, I miss talking to everybody. I don't miss you i can't get rid of you i can't miss you if you won't go away you're like you're like seriously an std i can't get rid of like seriously i've tried ointment i've tried feelings mutual baby uh ari mendoza says hey jeremy and and uh your wonderful wife Joni. happy new year uh hey. that's super app supports you guys peace uh rick aka ra uh melina <laughs> melina says you would be awesome with tiktok jeremy i agree I completely and utterly agree. Oh, um, Lord. <laughs> Tammy Foster says, glad to see you. God bless you. Uh, and Pink Lady Devo says, hello. So we got a lot of people on the stream so far. We want to have more people come in here. Please go ahead and tell us uh, what you think of uh, the, some of the topics that we're talking about here. Uh, but for right now, let's go ahead and dive into uh, the TikTok. We got the first TikTok here for you. Now, Jeremy, as a chef, pay attention. Oh, because no. This is a blind react to a blind react. This person oh, no. blind reacted to this TikTok and they they used like a little filter, kind of like to like a face filter, like a cartoon filter. It's hilarious. You just you, you gotta watch this. This is how to, this is how to make, make your, your salt, salt at home, home taste, taste better, better and, and give it a little, little more flavor. flavor. So, so what, what I, I do, do is, is I just pour a little bit of salt, salt that, that I have in a big, big container, container into this, this like that. that. And, and I, I just, just normally measure with my eyes. Not, not physically, physically but, but mentally. mentally. And then, and I, then take I take some table salt, salt and all you're going to do is just put a couple little dashes of it in there like that, not, not too much. much. And what this what is going to do is when, when the flavors, flavors combine, it's going to give it a really nice zest. It's just going to taste, taste great on whatever you put it on. Sometimes I can pick up notes of maybe some smokiness and and even it can burn my tongue a little bit. So just put it in my mouth so we can burn my ass. She was teaching people how to make salt out of salt with salt. <laughs> but the reaction of the was person, brilliant. She's like, am I high? <laughs> Is she high? Are we high? I almost want to ask the same question. Oh my gosh, you got to be kidding me. And th this honestly reminds me of, I can't use names or otherwise, but I had someone approach me about a cooking show quite a while back. Uh -huh. And it was too... It the it was basically him trying to give his 
young hot trophy wife something to do and <laughs> no 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 it was learn to cook and i was supposed to teach this completely incompetent and i say that in the nicest way <laughs> per person to cook now i i'm literally i'm not kidding incompetent this is not me being mean she burned down an apartment building or no sorry not apartment building she burned down her apartment oh nice boiling, boiling water was she trying to make so dough? i had my work cut out for me and this reminds me of that level of ineptitude idiocy stupidity oh oh, i was being ineptitude <laughs> ineptitude that was the nicer word i had a lot of other words trust me oh i can think of a few now now as you've mentioned earlier jeremy you're you know you were raised mormon i was raised catholic and everything mm -hmm. um this next this next tiktok video remember don't laugh because god is watching <laughs> Don't laugh. You're not supposed to laugh at that. That's wrong. I can't help it. You're going Too to good. hell. You're going to hell. On the wrong foot. <laughs> On the wrong foot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's a good one. That is one of my favorites recently. <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, this next one that I got for you. Uh, many men uh, love to go fishing, but after this, seeing this video, I think a lot of men are really, really going to want to try to catch this particular fish. Check it out. My goodness, that is hysterical and terribly frightening. But I, I, <laughs> he even did the hip thrust as he threw it in there. Oh yeah, that was that was a good one. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I, dude, I'm a fisherman. You know that. But yep. oh my, that that's very disturbing. Um, people to go 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 fishing. Unfortunately, I know people who would immediately buy a new pole and just run out to the oh, yeah. lake. <laughs> no, but his nickname, come here, throw fish. <laughs> oh, my and God. It reminds me of like something Clavon Little would have said back in the day. You know, yeah. Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll go come here, throw fish. <laughs> and the fish will probably be like, come here, big daddy. <laughs> it's getting out of control out of control anyways so this uh last clip that i have we actually have four of you because we want to start off the year off right so um the, the this next clip coming up right here has to do with chivalry i mean i know how chivalrous you are with joni you open her car door for her you know you open doors for her you're a very chivalrous human being i'd get beaten if i didn't 
Why would you say that? I was trying to give you a good compliment, and you went ahead and you used to say, like, well, yes, that's exactly the reason why I do it, because I'm a good guy, blah, 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 blah. But no, you just had to go ahead and ruin it. Okay, fine. You'll get beaten. And I know. Did, you, did you not see what my name says? I already knew. <laughs> I'm living up to it. Thank you. <laughs> That's very true. Well, this particular guy took jewelry to the next level. Like, next level. Check it out. Forgot one door. One door. <laughs> okay, that was funny. It was. It was really good. But I actually have a critique for the first time in my life. Oh, it wow, would have really? been it would have been better if she was more girl next door rather than modelish aggressive, and that he was running ahead of her doing it all because he, you know, loved her and wanted to. It would have been more funny at the end with the payoff it came off because she was so aggressive she has very you know hard features very model-esque and he's just running around frantic like he's gonna get his butt kicked if he doesn't i think it would have even been funnier if he was doing it from another angle and it came off that way and the payoff at the end would have been better it was just, I mean, that's, and that's the first critique that I've ever heard you actually say. That's, that's. Oh, the TikTok? Ooh. Absolutely. I've yeah. never, never, ever, you know, they're always funny, but that one, I think it would have been funnier going that way with it. God, there's just no pleasing you. Just no pleasing. <laughs> I can't, I can't oh, there was. Pleased. We'll talk about it in a bit. I was very pleased. And by the way, I couldn't upload the, the picture. I tried. So you're going to have to show it you on your lie. You lie. You lie. I swear. I swear. I swear. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he is lying. He is getting out of this. It's not me. It's not me. It's my system. It doesn't like the picture. I'm sorry. You you know, I was only going to post it to my fan page, but now I think it's going to have to go on our Instagram. Oh, no. It really doesn't have to go there. Um, it's okay. It we'll, we'll get we'll get to that soon enough. All right. I know you're salivating for it. We're not going to get there yet. We're not the, we're not at that point yet. Just just teasing me. Just teasing. Yeah. yeah we'll we'll get there eventually. <laughs> uh, starting off everything off here today, uh, Jeremy. You got some offlandish news, and I swear from this point on, this guy is going to be deemed like a he, he's the anti-hero. His name is florida man what's florida man up to now i love these articles because they actually start with the two words florida man does this and this was one of the newest florida man owns largest child porn collection ever seen by authorities wow he is facing 1180 charges separate charges of child pornography uh, possession and distribution um, for sending it out on the internet and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. This here's the kicker. This is, you're never going to believe this. 
This was off of one of his remote storage units. They seized 15. Wow. They seized 15. That's insane. He has 1,180 charges on one storage device. They haven't even inspected the others yet. Florida man is in rare form. And to all my friends who live in Florida, you guys laugh along with these. I know you do, but we're not talking about you. We're talking about Florida man, and he's a very specific person. <laughs> wow, that is just, that's insane. Yeah, they, they literally, the, the feds, the local police, no one has ever seen anything like this before. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. That's bananas, man. Yeah. It's Florida man, though. It's Florida it's, man. You can't be so Florida biased. man. Florida <laughs> man is the anti-hero of all things. Jeez. <laughs> Every time you say that, I'm like, oh, what's Florida man add to add it again? Why? Florida it is, man? And, and, and sometimes it's fun and it's jovial. And other times it's very sick and twisted like this. And yet still just dumb. It, there's an underlying level of, of dumb that just always seems to come along with it. And it's always in Florida. Well, where where else would Florida man be from? <laughs> <laughs> I swear, people from Florida would be like, we're not all like that guy. And, and not saying that. The word, Florida man is a very specific thing now in our zeitgeist. It, it really <laughs> yeah, is. In our show and our vocabulary, Florida man is very much like always around. Like that guy. Always. It, it just reminds me of a comedian that, you know, um, said something about that, that in the news you know they they were they always used to like uh say you know um at gunpoint this person was held up at gunpoint this person was held up at gunpoint and they're like why do people keep on going to this place called gunpoint they actually thought the <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was brilliant I mean, it's always Florida man, Florida man, every single time. Well, in other in other news, you also Texas man <laughs> actually had a really bad situation going on. What happened to get this guy in Texas? So we have a man in Texas, and guys, I have heard about this, you know, kind of scam happening all across the country. So you know, please keep your eyes open. But a man in Texas got done with his workout at Planet Fitness and went outside and four women approached him asking for a ride home with, you know, a bit of a sob story of car broke down, all that kind of stuff. And he gave him a ride home. And when he arrived at the location, one of the girls or two or three of the girls bolted from the car as gunmen approached and attempted to rob him. Oh, wow. He floored it, took off, they started firing, he took a wound in the abdomen, and when he stopped, the last woman who was still in the car reached forward, punched him, and grabbed his keys and ran off. So he's expected to live, but gentlemen, I know men tend to have egos and especially when you get done with the gym you got a good pump going you feel good if four women approach you and it seems like a penthouse scenario it's not okay let's i got my ass kicked the other night by four women and three men in the gunpoint okay i mean i actually know a guy who is he was the uh, national poet laureate of the united states i believe under clinton 
this huge poet guy who had been a beatnik in the 60s and traveling the country in the back of vans hitchhiking and you know three women stopped to pick him up and you know all insinuating things were going to turn into more and he hopped in the car and one of them stabbed him in the leg in his artery the other one um tried to slash his throat he jumped out of the car and they left him for dead and he barely survived. So again, guys, I don't care how hot you think you are, you know you are. When three, four, or five women come approaching you with something that sounds unbelievable or that you should be reading in a fantasiful men's magazine, trust me, think again. <laughs> I mean, come on. It can't be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a try. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I know where he works out. Call me. <laughs> I, I want to cut. I want to cut. I, I come outside. All of a sudden, these hot women. I'm like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh, no. Why? Why am I getting beaten? <laughs> the pain. It's not cool. Oh, Lord. That's bad, though. That's really bad. Actually, it's funny. It's not funny, but I've actually heard this trend happening a lot in different states where women yeah. actually lure a guy like attractive women lure a guy into an ambush it's and usually it's, multiple women yeah um which of course plays on every guy's fantasy and all the you know and they make certain insinuations and so on and guys tend to be stupid when it comes to that you know when they're not thinking with the big head um i don't know what you're talking about i don't know what yeah I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. See, that's the reason why I only hang out with you and Joni, because I know I won't get in that much trouble if I hang out with you. Yeah, because you got her looking out for you, and she's going to stop me from setting you up from anything uh, too awful. So. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's almost it's almost like we have the relationship of your Sylvester. Joni is the 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 owner of Sylvester, of, of, of Tweety Bird, and I'm Tweety Bird. You're always setting me up, man. Come on. That, that works. Uh, I'll take that analogy. Daddy. That (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, he has new toys and we're in trouble. I do, I do, I do. (laughs) It came at a perfect time. I mean, come on, you know, you gotta give it to me. Just a little bit. (laughs) Anyways, we got other uh other news to talk about here. Uh well, this one actually, uh this this actually uh comes in. Um, we're going to get to that in a second, uh, but jumping right into entertainment news, we had a terrible passing uh, just yesterday, actually. Lisa Marie Presley passed away at the age of 54 years old. Now, this this is something that was like really just out of nowhere. It was very sudden. Um, and, and I'm saying sudden because I was actually scrolling through, uh, through uh, Instagram when I noticed that all of a sudden Lisa Marie gets rushed to the hospital. She's uh, her ex-husband administered CPR. She was actually found by one of her housekeepers. I mean, it, it, I don't want it to sound strange, but it was damn near close. She almost died almost the same, almost the same way her father did uh, alone. And that is something that is like, that's frightening. That is actually very frightening. I mean, in a sense. Well, it it is and it isn't in that the truth is, and this may be what's most frightening, is that that's how most people go. You know, we all like to think of it as, you know, we all pass with our family at our side and this. And the truth is, the people who get that are probably pretty lucky. So, you know, being found somewhere, I mean, I'll 
I'll give you an example, a personal example. My grandmother, when she passed away, was at home with my stepfather. Um, the good one, the one I actually like, um, <laughs> was at home with my stepfather. And she had someone with her who tried to save her, who performed CPR, who was there. Um, if she had been living in her home, which we had just moved her out of three months before, Mm -hmm. my grandmother could have been sitting in her chair in front of the TV for a week before she was, you know, found mm -hmm. um, not a week. My mom and I both called her every, you know, two or three days. And if we didn't hear anything for a while, we would have gotten concerned. But again, she lived on her own. She lived in, you know, central California in a more remote location there wasn't a lot of people to check on her and it would have been that situation for her. She would have passed alone completely and she wouldn't have been found for a long time. And unfortunately that's probably the truth for most people when they pass. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. I mean, she, she was literally just at the golden globes. Mm -hmm. Like she was at the golden globes because you know uh, you know she was there to see austin butler receive a golden globe for uh you know for his portrayal of king of rock and roll uh from the elvis film um she was just there she was just there and then in an instant gone and it's just it's just crazy to see that 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 could actually that that could happen um and so far there haven't been reports as to whether or not she had been sick or anything i mean obviously you know, heart problems run in the family. Her grandfather died of a heart attack. Her father died of a heart attack, you know? And I mean, like my dad, my dad, you know, I mean, we have heart disease in our family too. It's, it's genetic, unfortunately. Um, but this is a woman that seemed like she was in good shape, you know, seemed to be healthy. So it's just a shocker that just out of nowhere, you know, she just, um, you know, she goes into cardiac arrest and she's young, 54 years old. That's young. No, it's very young. It's very young. And again, we we have many people who've gone in the last month or two who went naturally from fighting different, you know, cancers and battles they were struggling with. She it, it did kind of come out of the blue and, you know, it it happens. I mean, look at look at Alan, who played my dad on the show. Mm, yep. I mean, he was the fittest 69 year old man you've ever met still out playing hockey multiple times a week, working out, working, one of the most lively, energetic people. I saw him not three weeks before he passed away, and he was fine. He was his old self. He was lively. He was angry. He could have run laps around me, mm -hmm. you know, and three weeks later, he was gone. So, and it, was, and it was when he was playing hockey, actually, with his kid. He never got to play hockey. It was actually it was actually when he was putting on his outfit. Uh -huh. Apparently, just the movement of putting on what he was doing was enough to sever the artery. When you have a aortic dissection, it comes from a weak tissue in the in the aorta. So it's the aorta is basically like a fabric. If you picture a woven type of fabric, now picture one of those seams being weak, and you can get a tear. Um, that's what happened to Alan. So he was fine. I mean, he, he took his son to play hockey. He felt great. He was doing wonderful. He moved the wrong way and was predisposed to have this condition and something tore. 
he was gone inside of three hours. You know, and like you said, four. and like you said, um, you know, I mean, like we've had people like Alan. I mean, and just today we have uh stuntman Robbie Knievel, son of <laughs> stuntman Evil Knievel. He passed away today uh at 60, but he was battling pancreatic cancer. Yep, and um, has been for some time. So, you know, again, it's still a loss. It's still a great loss. I loved watching Robbie Knievel try and, you know, carry on his dad's legacy. Um, I was certainly he did very too... well for a while. Oh, he did. He did. Absolutely. And, you know, I was too young to really know or be enthralled with Evil Knievel. But mm -hmm. you heard the stories and getting to see his son reenact and even do some of the things that his father couldn't was pretty amazing uh robbie knievel i've never understood the daredevil lifestyle i i kind of want to stick around and i mean i've done some dumb things but i mean i, I hang out with you and that's enough daredevil for me i mean <laughs> really really i haven't even gotten you almost killed yet you don't get to say that no you're right no you're right joni has <laughs> <laughs> actually you're no, on your own on that one actually, no 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 josh has <laughs> your brother josh oh my god i was kissing the floor as soon as i got out of the car i'm like land because <laughs> i saw my life flash before my eyes on the way to see you guys it's ah, i love you josh <laughs> if you ever get to watch this love yeah you, he can tell i'm sure <laughs> scared the hell out of me um but yeah i mean it's it's crazy i mean it's crazy how you know things happen so quickly and uh you know lisa marie you know is now with her son with her with her father i mean you know i mean hopefully she she found the rest i mean she got to see a, uh, a biopic done in honor of her father and she was very very happy with it the way it went down she got to see mm -hmm. you know something live something something portraying who her father was which it was a long time coming it should have happened a long time ago well, so people have tried for a long time to capture elvis you know they really have they haven't done anything focused solely on his life but his young character i mean there's been some tv movies but nothing major and his character has been utilized many times. Um, one of my favorite portrayals of Elvis was actually in Walk the Line. Mm. And when him and Johnny Cash and um, Jerry Lee Lewis and uh, Waylon Jennings and all those guys were touring together when they were nobodies and just the personalities on these guys before we got to know them. Know them. Um, so people have taken on Elvis many times, but there's never been a major production that has tried to focus solely on who he was. And I mean, I still haven't seen it. I have to admit, but I hear Austin was it, amazing. I will admit I'm not. Boz Lerman isn't my style. He's a little outlandish in his directing for me. Um, I mean, it doesn't mean I don't oh, like his work. Unique. He's very unique, but very he's unique. really unique. He's an acquired taste in some ways. And I haven't, I just wasn't in a rush to see it because it looked like, you know, a typical, you know, thorough, great 
Baz Luhrmann film, but in his style, which just doesn't quite appeal to me as much. But I really want to see it for Austin's performance and for Priscilla to be able to see that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, did I say Priscilla? Yeah, or you said Priscilla. I think you meant Lisa Marie. <laughs> yes, I did mean Lisa Marie. <laughs> That's a very different person. Yeah, um, different. But for her to be able to see that and to see a portrayal that really touched her is pretty special. It really captured her father's essence. Because mm-hmm. Austin did a great job capturing her father's essence, like insanely well. Um, but, uh, you know, at least she got to see that. It, what, what the. the the one that I feel for the most is Priscilla. I mean, she loses her husband and now her only daughter, her only child, really. She didn't have any other kids, mm-hmm. you know, to lose your only child, to, to out, to, to outlive your child, your child is something a parent never wants. They never want to outlive their mm-hmm. children. So this has got to be something that's destroyed her completely. I can know? only imagine. I truly can. And it's it's difficult uh, to lose a child has got to be the worst thing. I mean, I came close, um, you know, you know, our middle son um, was in the hospital and had overdosed uh, years and years ago. And we almost lost him. I mean, he was on, you know, life support and the whole nine yards to lose your child is got to be the most devastating thing in the world. I mean, you never think that you will see that happen. You know, you're supposed to go before your children. I mean, it's just the way of the world. You're supposed to, you know, pass on first. And to have, you know, that relationship to see your kid go, I can't imagine it. I truly can't. Um, I feel very, very deeply for Priscilla. Um, You know, losing, I'll tell you, again, personal story. Losing my grandfather, I thought nothing would be harder for my grandma. Um, It devastated her to no end. Losing my uncle destroyed her for years. Totally different thing. She loved my grandfather with all her heart. and She never found another man that she loved like that. But losing her child destroyed her for years i didn't know if she'd ever come back from it i really didn't um it's just it's a horrific thing to think about i mean you know we also like have to think of it this way that mothers they have they have a they have a deep connection with their children and that's the thing that you know because a child is living and growing inside of a mother for nine months they're part of that person so when they are gone a piece of them goes with them absolutely and that's something that man i I, i'm not a parent i I don't have any kids that i know um so that i claim thank god (laughs) hey you would be so lucky to have to, to know that I would have kids around here. All right. Rule the world. I don't, I don't need another one of you. I'm having, I'm having trouble dealing with you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anywho. Well, our de- deepest condolences go to the Presley family. Hopefully they will get through this rough patch. Um, you know, she, uh, Lisa Marie did have children. 
Obviously, we know of one of her uh, her son that pa- that uh, committed suicide in 2020. Uh, she is survived by her three daughters, twin daughters, and uh, one of her other daughters is actually currently an actress right now. Uh, so, you know, our condolences go to every to the Presley family. In other entertainment news, this one right here, I'm giving this one to you here, Jeremy, because and this is the funniest thing. You never, never give anybody involved with the kardashians or with anybody involved in that world any clout but this particular story i'm surprised i mean i I, I wasn't even gonna talk about this this is again this is not me talking about it because it's kanye and kim and all that bs this is another guy moment okay this guy has been trying to replace her, has been losing his mind over the Pete Davidson relationship, has been absolutely showing every tendency of, oh, well, I mean, we know he's batshit. I mean, I mean, there's no other way to say it. I'm sorry. Um, he is. But <laughs> the guy has been obsessed with her ever since she left. I mean, obsessed. You've seen it. His posts. He's constantly fascinated on her, what she's doing, trying to one-up her. Um, As soon as she came out with Pete, he comes out immediately with some model he doesn't give a shit about. And it just was this one-up, one-up, one. Man, guys, go live your life. You know, if, if a girl leaves you, there's another one waiting and, you know, probably better for you. So just go on with your life this pathetic i mean he's been pathetic i mean seriously i didn't have a lot of respect for him in the first place i'm sorry but this is pathetic he's he's acting like a simp and now he's gonna marry some you know designer in his company who is basically a carbon copy of his former wife i honestly i i I saw just one small picture of her and yeah she does kind of have a similarity to kim she, does she has a lot of a similarity to Kim. I just only saw one picture, so I haven't seen the rest yet. So I have no idea how much more uh, she looks like Kim. But from what I saw, yeah, she does kind of. Sim- I mean, but then again, wasn't he dating some other girl that looked like literally Kim's doppelganger? Like it, this is like it's the, third, the, the no the second chick that he dates that looks like Kim. This one just has a an uncanny resemblance. The other one didn't, but yes. And it's just, it's not a good look. I mean, seriously. I know he obviously doesn't give a damn what anybody thinks about him. Um, but it's, it's it's pathetic. Guys, don't do this. I mean, really, if you ever want to have a chance with a woman who left you, this ain't the way. Believe me, I have experience with this. <laughs> Well, I mean, Mazel Tov, Kanye. <laughs> oh yeah, enjoy. <laughs> actually, it's so funny because on TMZ they were actually uh, talking uh, on TMZ. They they did like this little Instagram, uh, I, I guess, brief, and they said, "Join us today on TMZ when we talk about if Kanye West is going to actually uh, if this if this marriage will last until summertime." <laughs> 
It's like they already started making bets on whether or not this is even going to last that long. Honestly, I could see a few Las Vegas sports books taking bets on this. Oh, dude. <laughs> Get me in on that. I'll be a millionaire by the end of the year. <laughs> That's for damn sure. We'll see what happens with that. In other entertainment news, Ezra Miller pleads guilty to trespassing, faces one year of probation and a $500 fine. Now, Ezra, talk about batshit. It seems that he's kind of going in that direction as well. I mean, he's been acting kind of strange lately. And it's sad, too, because DCU, which we'll get into that in the next segment here. But the DC universe has been going through a major, like, mix-up. There's a lot of different things going on. But before that happened, Ezra was already going off his rocker. He was doing a lot of very unorthodox things, acting very strangely. Uh, there was even un, un, unorthodox. Uh, that's I, hey, putting, you were nice before. You were nice before. I was trying to. Be, I'm trying to be nice now. <laughs> the man was taking underage people over state lines. I mean, the guys. Okay, the guys nuts. Okay, the guys got a lot of problems. But what's crazy is that, and no pun intended. But what's crazy <laughs> besides Ezra? You had um, to go there. Is the fact of the matter that you have the flash coming out this year and it promises to be amazing. I saw the previews for it. They just came out with another trailer for it. I mean, you know, you have Batman, your favorite Batman, my favorite Batman, Michael Keaton returns to reprise his role as Batman. And they even bring back the Batmobile from that, that era. I mean, there's just so many cool things that are happening with 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 uh the flash why'd you go ahead and screw this up i mean come on i mean now they're gonna it's, have to like, it's, recap. Dead, it's dead in the water at this point as long as he's involved so well they're, they're still it's still gonna premiere the, the movie's still gonna premiere. No, I, I don't but mean that i mean forward. anything moving forward yeah moving forward i mean that's it i mean either that and they're just gonna have to recast it with a different with a different flash and that's just going to be weird, you know, not like they're not really not many people are doing that anymore where they're recasting and putting a different face to somebody we're already used to, especially uh, not in the same universe. I mean, it does happen. And that's actually just a little side note. Um, I mean, the most recent in this type of franchise would be Terrence Howard um, being completely recast. And he actually just went off today in an interview talking about how the only reason he didn't, you know, take the job was because they cut his salary to pay robert downey more i heard something about that too yeah i heard the same the same exact thing too. i don't know i think i think uh his acting may have had something to do with it i honestly would disagree i enjoyed him as roadie more I than i enjoyed don Cheadle. i like don Cheadle better don Cheadle has this attitude he has don, this attitude about don him. was more fun i thought um terrence captured that the character better i don't know we got some people watching right now if you guys have any opinions about whether or not he liked terrence or don go ahead and let us know right now i see everybody uh still chatting it up over here uh real quick i'm just gonna go ahead and uh check that out real quick we have uh some sort of a spammer <laughs> the guy just like spammed the hell out of this so i want to apologize for that to you guys uh we have uh we have um pink lady she says uh r.i.p uh, lisa marie presley she also said i love alan thick jeremy and him were the best in growing pains uh then you also have uh donald actually had a question for you uh what was your favorite show on growing pains jeremy so 
my favorite show to well my favorite show was the hawaii episode of course um, it was well a we got to go to hawaii <laughs> but b we got to take our families and you know kirk and candace and his sisters melissa and um his mom and dad and his other sister oh my god i'm blanking she's gonna kill me if she ever sees this bridget um tracy's family you know we all brought our siblings and our mom and dad and i thought it added to the show you know we were supposed to be a family on vacation and we truly were we were one big family on vacation having fun in hawaii and i thought that came through on camera so not only was it a great show to film, I thought it really was one of our best episodes, you know, acting wise and everything else as well. I just thought top to bottom, it was great. Well, there you go. Uh, in other entertainment news, we have, um, well, actually talking about DC Universe, uh, the Batverse is to be developed as separate entities. So it looks like the Batman that stars... Uh, uh robert pattinson is actually going to be separate from other batmans which doesn't surprise me i mean it's pretty much already an entity in and of itself from the way it was filmed directed didn't really impress me too much but you know whatever no nope. uh, but this coming from an from ign.com it says quote speaking of collider reeves matt reeves confirmed that the bat first led by the batman starring robert pattinson would become its own universe separate to the reworks currently happening at dc under its new leadership quote gun and saffron have been great reeve said we're actually supposed to meet in the next few weeks because they want to talk to me about the broad plan and then they want to hear the bat first plan uh we're just getting together to talk about all of that look i'm excited to hear what they're going to do the bat first thing as james has said and as peter has said is kind of its own thing and they're letting us do it so it's going to be its own thing which makes sense i mean ever since ever since uh i mean this it's just been a whole craziness going on since james gunn took over dc uh james gunn has been criticized widely uh because we have you know man of steel's gone you uh you know you have you have uh uh, he's not going to be he's not going to be reprising his role anymore. Uh, so far, uh, Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck. I mean, you have all those actors that were in DC that are gone. They pretty much said we're starting this from scratch. We're starting completely mm -hmm. over. Uh, which, in a sense, I mean, could it be a good thing? Could it be a bad thing? Uh, <laughs> you obviously think it's a good thing, Jeremy. Well. So I think it could be an advantage. Um, I have not been as enthralled with the DC releases as you have. Um, but that doesn't mean that they weren't enjoyable and that we didn't, you know, that moving on from those characters won't be hard. If they do it right, I think it could still work. Uh, look at what's going on with Marvel at the moment. And I'm saying this kind of in the opposite is that, you know, they are trying to move away from some of the established characters into newer pieces of the multiverse. And they're introducing new characters. Other characters are leaving. And it doesn't have the same feel and draw and anticipation that it used to. DC has a chance to do that differently 
they have an opportunity here to get us excited about the new characters and the new people doing it. Um, I don't think Marvel's captured that. So I think it's a great opportunity for them. You know, out, out, out of the three, granted, I wasn't too fond of Ben Affleck, but I think Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot did a great job as Superman and Wonder Woman, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So for them to be let go, I mean, it could have been, we don't know exactly what happened behind closed doors. We have no idea. Uh, you know, Henry Cavill at first said he was going to come back. I mean, I watched Black Adam. And uh, spoiler alert, in case any of you haven't seen it yet, at the end of the credit, you see Henry Cavill come in and reprise his role as Superman to face Black Adam and basically tell him, hey, we need to talk type of thing. So everybody was excited. Oh, he's coming back. He's reprised the role. And then he went ahead and, and told everybody a couple about a month ago or so, letting everybody disappointed everybody saying, hey, nothing was nothing was said and so nothing happened. So unfortunately, we have to move forward. You know, I, well, I, you know, it is what it we're, is. We're getting this over a wide array of movies at the moment. Um, it seems to be one of those generational changes. We're getting a new Bond. We're getting new superheroes. We're getting new, you know, it just seems to be one of those generational shifts that happens every so often. And we'll see if we like what we get. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, Pink Lady is actually, uh, she's uh, uh, chatting right here. She says, uh, I still can't believe that I'm watching the Ben Seaver and a the Ben Seaver and able to communicate with him. I'm sorry, you have to. Um, you both, <laughs> you both rock too. Love your show. Love seeing you both again. Thank you very much, Big. Appreciate that. Um, Thank you, and, girl. And she also said, uh, speaking of Marvel, will you guys please come to Dragon Con 2023? Uh, um, I have actually, I've never had a chance to come to Dragon Con. I've had some of some of my bookers uh, for those kinds of conventions talk to me about it it just never worked out yet so if they're willing to have me and it works out time wise i would love to be there i love getting to come to the conventions getting to meet our fans um people i've never met before who we touched by doing the show so you know i i would love to come down and to do dragon con and uh, i'll talk to my guys and see if they can set it up and maybe um, i'll drag this guy with me i, I was don't about know to we'll say, see uh, i believe she said Will you guys now? Will See, you guy? Will you guys? Okay. The problem with that is I would have to travel with him and put up with him for like three straight days. So I'm not sure I can do three that. Oh uh, hell no! No 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 no! I'm not. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I can't do that three days thing. Uh uh no. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> and other uh, in sports, we'll get there. Jeremy, we'll get there. Okay, We're not there yet. We'll get there soon enough. <laughs> I, know I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. We're salivating at this, okay? Perfectly we'll relaxed there. here. We'll get there. In sports, uh, obviously, as we all know, uh, over New Year's, Dana White was caught on video getting into a slap boxing uh, little scrimmage with his wife, uh, and he did apologize. There was a lot of alcohol involved. He says there's no excuse, although he was giving a, a million and a half of them. <laughs> but he says that there's no excuse he apologized on live tv he apologized he went in he was even in a press conference basically saying that i don't want the guy anybody to defend me i know what i did was irreprehensible i have to live with this for the rest of my life uh basically says quote there are no excuses it's something i'm going to have to deal with uh, and live with for the rest of my life 
There's no defense for this. And people should not be defending me over this thing, no matter what. All the criticism I have received this week is 100% warranted and will receive in the future. So he's taking the hits, but at the same time, the punishment, where is it exactly? Where, where, where's the punishment? I mean, because it's like, oh, I'm hurt. I'm, the words, they hurt. Um, that's not good enough. You got to be actually punished. Like your fighters, for example, because there have been fighters that have been suspended mm -hmm. for, you know, using marijuana, which is a legal drug. Um, and they've been suspended for far less. Like, for example, we have uh, Ramsey Najem that went on Twitter and said, when I was suspended for nine months for weed, I think the better punishment would have been known as a weed user. That's the punishment commissioners uh, being known as weed user. I have to live with that for the rest of my life. Obviously, he was cracking a joke about that. Uh, uh, Al La Quinta also went ahead and tweeted and said, when I was suspended from winning bonuses for three fights for cursing at the crowd and wrecking a hotel room, I think the better punishment would have been to be known as a crowd-cursing hotel wrecker. <laughs> yeah. I it's 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 fair that some of these guys are like, dude, this is unfair. How is he getting skating off with this? And no, like no one's doing anything about this. And they're right. Well, here's the thing: who has the power to do anything about yep, it? There it is. He is the his own boss. He's his own. Co there's nobody above him in that company. You know, it's there's nobody to tell. I mean, this is a Vince McMahon situation. It really, I mean, it is. Look at all the allegations against Vince over the years, and it took 30, 40 years for them to catch up to him. And even then, he's coming back. There was no repercussions. You know, so what is what is going to happen to Dana White? I mean, really, what's going to happen? It's, he's, he's the one that's it's, like, there's nobody to slap, there's no one to slap him on the wrist. You know, the only thing that could happen, the only thing that could happen, the only people who could hold him to account is the advertisers and MMA makes so much money. They're only looking at their bottom line. So they're not doing anything about it. They're not stepping up, but those are quite literally the only people who could do anything that could punish him or hurt him. And there was even a women's group that petitioned to have him removed as president of the UFC. Of course, that's not going to happen. So well, it's, it's, it's a cute gesture. I mean, I'm sorry to be that way. I don't care if it was women or men or whoever. It's a cute gesture. It means absolutely nothing. You're, there's no board of directors above him. It's just a fact. There's no, there's no board of direct. He is the top of the entity. So there's no one to fire him. There's no one to get rid of him. It's, it's, that's the case. So you're not going to see any actual punishment. There's no one to hold him to account. And unless this was something that actual legal authorities could get involved with, which it doesn't appear it is, there's no one who can actually stand above him and go, yeah, you're getting punished for this one. this for a very long time but you know i mean what are you gonna do he's the boss and he can't fire the boss <laughs> yeah there's no i mean that's yeah. what a that's what a board of directors is for in most other businesses and things like that you know it's a group effort but they can get rid of the guy at the top that doesn't exist with you know with dana white and the ufc yeah tell me it, about it, it doesn't exist even though there's a board it doesn't exist with wwe 
if well, Vince hadn't if Vince hadn't decided to step away, they couldn't have removed him. Well, and speaking of WWE, it seems that AEW is interested in merging with WWE. Ugh. Now, see, here's here's the interesting thing of what happened. Now, a buddy of mine actually sent me this off of Yahoo.com and says that Vince McMahon reportedly sells WWE to Saudi Arabia uh, PIF. Now, here's the here's the thing that's going on with that right now. What's happening is that he's actually, I, I think he might have found a loophole on how to get back in by removing WWE from being a public-owned company. It's no longer publicly owned. Now, it's privately mm -hmm. owned. That's how he found his way to get back in to the company, even though like he was removed. So he he knows his way is around. So, but he, even having said that, he still looks like he's still wanting to go ahead and sell and get rid of the 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 product. And right now, it seems that uh, the cons, which is funny because <clears throat> Nick Khan is actually CEO of uh, of the the of WWE, and you have Tony Khan who is the president, CEO, and owner of AEW. And Tony Khan and the Khan family, they actually own uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They own the team. They own mm -hmm. a lot of things. They own AEW. Now they want, they're thinking about maybe merging with WWE, which could actually make a little sense. Uh, they have their product, which is like they're trying to be like the Attitude Era version of the WWE. Meanwhile, the WWE is still struggling trying to come back to somewhat of the attitude era but in, for a new generation i guess i don't know it's i haven't watched wrestling in a while because i kind of lost interest in it for a while back so <laughs> but oh, what yeah. do you think about this jeremy i'm not a fan of the merger um look at what happened with um uh ec dub mm. when they merged look what happened with wcw when they merged Look at, you know, it's, you well, lost all thing. of it. You, but here's a, the thing. <clears throat> and, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Here's the thing. ECW. No, you're not. Always with WWE. No, no, they weren't. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they not were. Not originally. They were. No, they were actually for a little bit. They always worked with WWE. Paul Heyman always worked with Vince. That's the reason why you saw Jerry the King Lawler do little cameos on ECW every so often. Because they were working behind closed doors, they weren't. When they when they first started, EC Dub was completely on its own. When they first started, and Terry Funk helped do their first major okay, special and all that stuff, the, WWE was not involved. They built that on their own, and their fans hated WWE. Their fans hated that glamorous market and the the commercialism of it and everything else and then they merge and guess what it's all wwe now all those fans don't have anything that they can really get into they lost their entire product the fans of AEW are going to lose the same thing wwe will swallow them up make them them and you get the same old boring product. It's one of the reasons why I haven't paid attention to wrestling in like 20 years. Ah, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, at this point, WWE is on live support in my opinion. In my in my humble opinion, they're on live support right now. I would so agree. It's it's not it's not the same that we're used to. So we'll see what happens. Uh, our final story for the day. This is something that Jeremy's been waiting for for a while. <laughs> Oh, look at that. The teleprompter is actually, uh, or the ticker is actually saying something that makes sense. Jeremy, I hate you. 
Um, as we all know, Jeremy and I have a bet every year that uh, if uh, UCLA, uh, actually, if USC beats UCLA and Notre Dame, then he has to go ahead and sport the UCLA and Notre Dame colors. Well, it's the same case for me. If uh, UCLA and Notre Dame get beaten by USC, I have to endure the humiliation and the ick that is what Jeremy's about to go ahead and post. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, this might be my favorite photo that Dave and I have ever taken. I hate you so much. Look at this beautiful outfit. He's telling me USC is number one. It's such, <laughs> yeah. it's such a beautiful photo. I, I and, really I, I, and I want to thank, I want to thank the UCLA team for putting up such a hard fight. They really did. It was a great game and they had a shot to win and UCLA killed it. And I want to thank Notre Dame for being the patsies that they were, that we were able to roll over. Here's, and here's the uh, stage music already. <laughs> I need to hit the get off the stage music already. Look <laughs> on it. I had, to, I, I had to wait quite a while to get my Christmas present. But ladies and gentlemen, this is this is my Christmas present. And it made me happier. Well, I, I got to do it again. Taking this, taking this picture, I my cheeks hurt. I was smiling so hard. I couldn't stop grinning. My cheeks, I had to actually massage them on the way home. Ah, Dave, you look so handsome in those colors. You really ought to get on the side of a winner. I feel so dirty. <laughs> yeah. so dirty. I still couldn't. I scrubbed and I scrubbed. I couldn't get the ah, thing off of me. The greatness, I know. It's just, it's contagious hilarious that's the news in case you haven't heard it thank you so much everybody for joining us on this brand new episode of the navarro miller report i hope all of you have enjoyed it we will be here every monday and friday from 6 p.m to 7 p.m pacific standard time to go ahead and share with you guys some wackiness some fun hopefully you guys enjoy hopefully you guys laugh hopefully you guys don't uh you know uh want to hang yourselves after seeing him this guy over here because trust me every day is a struggle oh, i i feel the love <laughs> <laughs> i'm dave navarro along with this guy right here Mr. jeremy miller so we'll go ahead and definitely see you guys next time right here on the navarro miller report and remember always be safe out there be careful there's a lot of craziness going on in the world Try to love each other. Try to be nice to each other. We'll see you guys next time on the Navarro Miller Report. You have been listening to the Navarro Miller Report.